Bootboy Radio is sponsored by the Prince Regent, Regent Road, Great Yarmouth. Live entertainment seven days a week throughout the summer season and every weekend throughout the whole year. Great Yarmouth's premier live entertainment venue, the Prince Regent, Regent Road, Great Yarmouth. Sessions on bootboyradio.net this Sunday afternoon, one till three. And we'll like say we're here every Sunday afternoon playing you classic punk and oi from 76 onwards. And we're mixing up every, every other week, perhaps once a month, with just an interview, even one of the celebs or one of the personalities from the scene from way back and up to the current day as well. So hopefully you will be able to join us on G Man's Abbott Sessions one till three on a Sunday afternoon. And as, uh, hopefully that'll be repeated again in the week on a Tuesday, Wednesday, later on. So if you want to hear it again, you can always catch it up there or you can catch it up on mixcloud.com as well. So, And every week we'll be having a new track this year, starting in 2022. On the hour, we'll be having a new track from each band that has been sending some stuff into us anyway. And we'll hopefully we'll play something that you haven't heard before or you know something that's a bit new for you to enjoy anyway. So thank you very much for listening to G-Man's Abbott Sessions on Boot Boy Radio, Sunday 1 till 3 on bootboy.net. Glad you can listen to us and keep the faith. We can all see this land. You can have it the morning. You can have it over You can have it the place you want it. We don't really care. You can have it. This is a political part. But we may also speak politics to you today. Parkinson's. How about Tarnal? Fucking Tarnal.
There you go. So good afternoon. <laughs> you listen to G-Man's Abbott Sessions this Sunday afternoon. Sunday 1 till 3. Sunday the 26th of January. Like I say, I looked through mix-ups last week. Um, sadly, they put they didn't put on the right show and then they put the right show on last week. Which was, you know, so all the gigs, gig guide and everything got messed up. But there you go. A few little technical problems at the other end anyway. But... Jeff and that sort them all out. Anyway, glad you can listen on G-Man's Abbott Session this Sunday afternoon, Sunday 26th February, where we'll be having our interview with Mr. Tom Halpin, lead singer, vocalist of obviously 16 Guns. And a lot of the tracks we're playing there are pretty old school as well anyway. So we started there with a bit of skids from 1979, B-Side to Into the Valley as well, and live as well, TV stars, great track anyway. Next up, we've got a bit of Little Towers.
Angelic Upstarts there, probably one of the first few singles that I actually bought actually in 1978 anyway, and before that I was say Albert Tatlock in 79, so we're playing a few of the old school anyway, because um, Tom's a bit of the old school, and he, uh, got out and about gig-wise in the early days, and uh, glad that he's come on, and uh, he's got the interview this week, so you're catching up about 20 minutes into this week's session on G-Man's Habit Session on www.com bootboyradio.net as well so hopefully you're listening loud and clear and listening all right anyway he's a big fan of toy doll so you know i put this 84 version on didn't i so nelly the elephant you know what i mean to bombay a traveling circus came they brought an intelligent elephant and nelly was her name one dark night she slipped her iron chain And off she ran to Hindustan And was never seen again Gather the elephant up the trunk And say goodbye to the circus Off she rolled and chopped and chopped Chop, chop, chop Gather the elephant up the trunk And tumble up the jungle Off she rolled and chopped and chopped Chop, chop Night by night, she danced to the circus band. When Ellie was leading the big parade, she looked so proud and grand. No more tricks for Nelly to perform. They taught her how to take a bow, and she took the crowd by storm. Yeah, 
just want to wish you all a happy new year this is mick from the decatones and you're listening to g-man's avid sessions on www.bootboyradio.net sundays one to three mixing up on G-Man's Avid Sessions on bootboyradio.net and this week is no exception with a little bit of Judge Dredd there oh she's big now and a third single that was he had in 1973 so early stuff anywhere we always have that with our little Mick Decatones jingle as well don't we anyway we've got, we've got three or four more tracks I think and then we're straight into 
Mr. Tom Halpin and his interview than playing his top five this week as well. So hope you enjoyed it anyway. Anyway, there's a little bit of Condemned 84 for the little jingle in front. Oi, oi, join me, Kev, frontman of Condemned 84, live interview on G-Man's Avid Sessions on bootboyradio.net on Sunday. One, two, three, keep the faith. Condemned 84 from 1987 off their uh, In Search of New Breed album. And if you're looking out for any Condemned 84 stuff, you want to keep an eye out for a live in Germany EP that's coming out pretty soon as well. And that's called Up Yours as well. There you go. And uh, before that, the album's coming out on Monday the 13th of March. And so you can get your advance orders in there on that. The, the crusade continues anyway. CD and DVD, 40 year anniversary, 13 new tracks for it as well anyway. Next up, we've got a band who Thomas B. Speak Mac, because obviously Thomas Speak Mac condemned 84. He went around a few gigs and that as well back in the day as well. And the Adlib Club and the 100 Club and a few other clubs in, you know, like down in London as well. So down at Fulton as well. So you'll hear all about that later anyway. But um, just like, you know, this next band, he followed them around actually. This is Chaos. And um, 
I played with him. I think and then played with him. I think back and in in Wales in Prestat and it was and I think there was a massive all day festival like you know what I mean and that was just a bundle of laughs. You'll hear all about that anyway. This is chaos. This is tribal warfare from their first and only single in nineteen eighty four. It was seventy eight to eighty six and they split on the Poga Labour anyway. Here you go. Happy New Year, all you skins and punks out there on the airwaves. This is Noel Martin from Menace, wishing you a great New Year. And hopefully 23 will be better than the last bloody one. See you all very soon. And all I want to say is... Not really. Love you all. See you soon. Take care.
Classic anti nowhere league area, and Tom will be talking about that as well because that was his uh, little gig that come back in a couple of weeks ago. So at uh, Bedford Esquires, and uh, we sadly got one more track, and then we're into Mr. Tom Halpern and his interview anyway. Uh, we're 27 odd minutes in into this afternoon's G Man sessions. We covered it, take into a Tom with a little bit of Valley of the Dolls by Gen X, and then enjoy the interview. Cheers. <laughs>
good afternoon to all you listeners out there on www.bootboyradio.net. You're listening to G-Man's Avid Sessions this Sunday afternoon, 1 till 3. This is, we're lucky to be in the company of Mr. Tom Halpin, uh, lead singer of 16 Guns, personality man about town in the 80s, went to a lot of clubs back in London around the scene and that, and in the day, and um, well, that was when Punk and Oil was obviously in full blast. Anyway, I remember seeing him at the Adley Club a couple of times in the 100 clubs and that, whatever. And um, we're lucky to be in. Uh, spend his time with us this afternoon, and he's going to give his top, his top five, five tracks. So we'll be listening to them later on. And um, so we we'll just, just say good afternoon to Tom. And how are you keeping, in, Tom? Are you all right, mate? All right, Ben. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. Superb. Superb, mate. Superb. All right, say all right. we're actually recording this the day after you played your, 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 your come one of your comeback gigs anyway, because I know you've been split up for a little while, and you come back with sixteen guns and. Uh, you say you were at anti nowhere league at Bedford Squires last night. How'd that go for yeah, you? Yeah, last night at Bedford Squires we played at anti nowhere league and tear up. It was an excellent gig, full house, completely sold out. Uh, loads of people there. We were first on. We set the scene. I got there late, unfortunately. And I just jumped on stage and went right. from there, and everything just went really well. It was a really good gig. No, you banded all. Band had already done your sound check and all that anyway. <laughs> uh, no, no sound checks. We very rarely do sound checks. We just do line checks. <laughs> yeah, line check. yeah. Get, get on and smash it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just get on with it. Yeah. yeah. Pa- top- Paul enjoy it, did he? Bougie? Paul, yeah, he, he loved it. Yeah, both, both gigs. Yeah, say last Sunday in Brighton as well was a really good one. We had a great time there. It's pull house again there, near enough. We were the main band that night with Rage DC and the Phobics. That was a really good gig yeah. at the Prince. But I think you're playing there soon, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're there with, with Chelsea. Chelsea. It was an afternoon, Sunday afternoon, what, roast dinner? No, Run a deuce, are, roast dinner matinee or something, was it? <laughs> I yeah, a bit of a matinee. Good for us oldies to get home early. Yeah. I was home by 9 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Right. up at 15 and finished by 5. That how, yeah. about, how much did it cost to get in down there, down at Prince Albert for your show? Do you mind me asking? You know well, I mean? our one was £6.50, yeah. but they got Rebella Ballet up there in a couple of weeks, and that's 7 50 So it's quite a reasonable price, really. You get three bands, and yeah. Yeah. nice place, really nice pub. Yeah, it's yeah, got... I, I played there a little while back with um, Hung Light and Ratty, but it's got a good sound system there, and the geezer's pretty decent yeah. on the sound in it. You know what I mean, I bought... Yeah, there's a great sound man there. And last night at Squires, well, the sound bloke was top-notch. Made us sound good. That's not easy. Yeah. yeah, he'd done a good job, both of them, yeah, it's really good. Who, was, that, yeah. was that an Andy Chesham gig, Human Punk, was it, last night? Yeah, last night it was Andy Chesham, not Human Punk, it's uh, Vinyl Revelations when he does that. Oh, cool, yeah. Human yeah. Punk. Yeah. yeah, he does two different things. Yeah, it was one of his gigs last night, you know, completely packed out. What time do you get home, mate, three in the morning then? <laughs> no, it's not that late, no. We a, unfortunately, because of the train strike, we had to get a cab, and the cab was booked for half eleven. So I got home about half twelve. It took about an hour to get home. So yeah, it was an early one, really. But when I go down to London, I don't get until about two or three. Yeah. It's getting too old for that now. Did you get back? Uh, who jumped in your cab? Did the band or did your band jump in the cab with you? Or? No, me and Gina, oh, yeah. and then four, four other friends because we were going to Luton because the band all live miles where I live in Luton, and they all live all over the place, really. So we don't go to gigs together. Yeah. We just meet at the gig. We make our own way to gigs. We don't go as a as a band. We just meet up. We don't come from the same areas, unfortunately. Uh, same, mate. Like, same. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, the other men reside of the band of Matthew Thayer on drums, yeah. uh, Chris Bookman on bass, and Paul Beeson on guitar. And Paul has been with me since like, 1984. He's been in the band all the time, but Chris has been, well, he's played about 50 gigs with us before we split up. So he's been with us quite a while, and Matt's been the whole second time from 2008. Yeah. We kept changing bass players, so now we've got Chris and we're sticking with him. So he really likes it, so we can got him now as a full-time bass player Same. that's the lineup. What, yeah. what else you got planned then mate anything else planned yeah we've got still got a few more gigs planned we've got uh we're playing at bedford squires again on the 11th of march with conflict and lost cherries we've also got rebellion festival coming up in august we're playing friars in in hemel hampstead on the 15th of april with excess that would be a great gig henry's Excellent when he plays, does all the inflammable material album. Yeah. And then we've got the 100 Club with uh, Menace and a certain band called Jack the Lad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're shit. Red Anger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. And then uh, Red Anger on that as well. I'm really looking forward to that. It'll be Noel Martin's birthday gig. Yeah, Noel's a lovely uh, bloke, isn't he? He's a lovely bloke. Yeah, and it's always a good night on, on his birthday gig. We played his birthday gig a few times. Mm-hmm. At the Hundred Club and the Dublin Castle and Hope and Anchor, and it's always been a brilliant night. Yeah, yeah, quality, yeah. quality, quality. So you're yeah. still, so you're still enjoying it. And like, how many minutes did you play last night? At thirty, forty-five? What did you do last uh, night? Because I was late last night, we had to cut it short. We were supposed to go on at wait, and I weren't, didn't get there till about five past, and we finished about I don't know twenty to nine. So yeah. we've done about thirty-five minutes last night, but last week we've done nearly fifty. Yeah, we had yeah. more. Songs. We had all the songs written down, we just couldn't fit them in last night. We had the time, yeah. but because I wasn't there, I couldn't fit them all in. No, so we had to cut it short so the other bands could play. We didn't want to overrun our time. Yeah. Yeah, we do about, mainly do about 30 minutes set, but I say last week was 45 because we were headlining, yeah. and last night we'd been 45 because he gave us an hour in between bands. But uh, you picked quite a lot of songs in that time, about 19 songs normally. Superb, mate, yeah. superb. Yeah, well, you, well, I mean, say, so I played a couple of tracks on your, um, on my show the last couple of weeks because I told people that obviously we got you on for an interview, so we, and everybody will know right. that this is all being pre recorded, obviously, but this is the night after this. The interview will be going out at the end of the month, end of February, so, um, you know, that ain't going to be too, too long. You have to drum up all the business that people ever listen to it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So our next one will be coming up by the time you air this. Brilliant, mate. Superb. Yeah, that's superb. Well, you've, you've, you've got a shout out all your gigs. We'll have a chat about those later on anyway. So we're just getting yeah. back to our sort of, we had, a, we had a brief chat. Obviously, you were knocking around all the the, the, the clubs in the early days and all that. So, so what are your thoughts do you, and did you think about the early scene then from the 77 onwards? What what, what mainly got into, into the early scene as it was? Well... I was, well, when I was at school, I was about 15, I think it was 77, I would have been 15, and I think I saw the Pistols were on um, the Today Show. Oh, yeah, Grundy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Grundy, when they were doing that interview, and it just, something just changed then. I think, I'm not the only one who says that, everyone yeah, says it, but when we saw them on there, and it just just blew us all away, you know, and then the whole, everything, the whole music scene, because around that time as well, you had the disco scene and that, didn't you? Like all the soul boys and the disco, like Bee Gees were really big and all that. And I didn't like all that sort of stuff. Because before that, we were listening to Slade and Sweet. Yeah. And they'd all stopped by then. They'd all stopped playing and not doing anything. Then the Pistols come out and the Clash come out. Stranglers, you know, all, all them sort of bands. And they just changed everything for us as we were youngsters. We are just so lucky that we got to see, you know, see them sort of bands and 
material right at that time, you know. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant, mate. And that was, where were you growing up? Were you growing up in London at the time, or where were you at? The yeah, I was, I was living in Cricklewood at the time, yeah. in London, just right by Wembley. Uh, just, I went, went to school, yeah, a lot of my friends, when, well, I say not a lot of friends, but quite a few of them were into punk, so we, we used to go about together. But it weren't until I left school and started going to gigs more that I started getting to meet people and how I've met people to form bands and things like that. You know, and just going to gigs more and more all the time. Now, the first few gigs I went to see were like Sham 69 and The Clash and things like that, really? Stranglers. Yeah. And then sort of, you know, moved on then as you went through. Yeah. Like, into the 80s, like eight, when the UK 82, that was right, the era we were really into more. UK too, like, really hit big then, didn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, what did so, you, yeah. I'm going to say, what sort of, were you, were you, so, you were frequenting a lot of clubs at the time? I know you were down the Adlib quite a lot, weren't you? You were down that way. That's, that's North London, yeah. the Adlib, weren't it? In Kensington? Yeah. Early 80s, yeah, we were, I was doing uh, Felton football clubs every yeah. Friday. We were doing like 100 club every Tuesday and Thursday. Went to, you know, sometimes it didn't matter who was playing, as long as the band would go there. You know, then John Curd was doing all the Lyceum gigs and the uh, Hammersmith Palace. We were going to them on Sundays. You know, then around to 81, I was getting into the meteors and King Curt. We were following them around all over the place as well. Brilliant. So, yeah, a bit of psychobilly, like a bit of psychobilly, though, you, to mix yeah, it up. Yeah, I, I, I really like that. Yeah, so I was following King Curt. I did never never followed the meteors. I used to go and see the meteors a lot, and I never knew them. I never followed them, but with King Curt, I, I latched onto them, and I followed them all over, I went to loads of places to see them, yeah. and also, another, uh, that, they're like, I suppose they're calmer in the psychobilly rather than meteors, yeah. but also the punk band we used to follow called Chaos, yeah, we used to follow yeah. everywhere, and we played a lot of gigs with them around that time as well, in the eight, early oh, 80s. Yeah. I remember the Chaos gig down in um, Prostat and down in Wales when it was a massive ride, yeah. do you remember that, that, one? that, that one? Yeah, I was at that one, we were at, we put, we played the one before that Benny put on in uh, Bilfwells. Yeah. And uh, it was an absolute riot at that. You know, God, yeah, everyone got battered to hell, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then he asked, us to, he asked us to play again, and we the band wouldn't do it. But I went anyway, and Chaos were playing, and you yourselves were playing, and yeah. um, Into Care, and oh, God, who else was playing that kid? Vicious Rumors played it, didn't he? Vicious Rumors played it? Yeah. yeah. Vicious Rumors played that way. I was at that, but it all kicked off at that one as well. Yeah. I remember when Chaos, all, Chaos UK, uh, Chaos got on, got all dressed up in, in all there's a load of clothes boxes around the yeah, place. Yeah, that, that pristine, pristine gig. Yeah, they got the jungle sack. Yeah. They nicked all the clothes and everyone was wearing all the clothes. And they, hey, oh, you've got a good memory for that. Yeah, oh, mate, yeah. it's the only bit I remember, apart from finding me bass guitar in the middle of the main road. Do you know what I mean? Someone had yeah. nicked and chucked it in the main road. I thought, what the hell? Do you know what I mean? That was mental, that's mental. The, but uh, the first one, at Bill Wells one, we had a police escort after the gig to the to uh, Seven Bridge. Shit, it was yeah. that bad. It really kicked off so badly. They smashed all the windows on the coach and everything. The Welsh. Yeah. They were, it's re really bad gig. It was a good gig, but what happened after was just mental. Yeah. It just like, kicked off. You know, just went wrong for us, really. Yeah. But uh, we carried on playing after that. And I went back to Wales one more time when you were playing. But um, I didn't go back anymore. I sort of avoid it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know what you're doing. Uh, trying to stay away from there, but luckily it's not like that now. Gigs aren't like that. They used, 
most gigs around that time were like that. Yeah. Wherever you went, really. Yeah. Um, you know, you know yourself how it used to be in the early days. Uh, luckily, it's not like that now. It's really good. No, we've got a lot older now, haven't we? You've got a lot older now. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Too old for that. I stand at the back now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just thinking about obviously you're in 16 Guns now. What was the first? What was the first band? What made you get into the first band? Then you had formed. Um, the first band I had was Original Sin. Yeah. And there was three of us in that band. There was myself, my mate Martin, and another mate Murph. And but we had a another couple of few mates who formed a band called Spartan Youth and um, we went to see them playing you know we were watching them playing at Roxburgh and Harrow they played I don't know they weren't that's we supported them there so we went to see them at, in St Paul's Hall in Harrow and they were supporting Chaos because we went to see Chaos and Spartan Youth were on and we thought God if they can do it maybe we could do it yeah. so we, we formed we three of us formed a band but I couldn't play drum. I was trying to drum and I couldn't drum. I couldn't play bass, but I couldn't do anything. Well, but Martin could play the guitar and he wrote a few tunes. Yeah. And then uh, Murph sang and I tried. I was drumming, but I weren't very good. But then we got another mate involved. Who was, uh, his name was Andrew Crichton. He was uh, played bass for us. He later thought when joined Snuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But the name I've heard the name somewhere, Andrew Crichton. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he since died. He, he, well, he died. Uh, the early 90s but he played bass for us for the first two gigs we did and um, they were terrible they were really bad we played with Spartan Youth and then we played with Chaos about three times as well yeah. and then we had another bass player I can't remember his name now and then we gave that up and I moved from the drums to singing to sing for a band and we changed the name from Original Sin to Surplus Sin yeah. Earth left because his timing was all over the place he couldn't keep time with the tunes or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Mick Martin then formed Circus in with uh, another bloke called Paul Lyon, uh, drummer that who played guitar. The drummer was Owen Shannon and the bass player was Charlotte because oh. Martin and Charlotte ran out together. And we've done six gigs, seven gigs. But I didn't get on very well with Owen so in the end they said all right to leave. So I left left the band on the 6th of July 1983 at our last uh, we played with the Guana Bats then, Old Queen's Head in Stockwell oh, right. that, was my, that was my last gig and then that was the 6th of July and on the 16th of July I went to Punk All Day at Belton Football Club with Paul Lyons and uh, that's Chaos were playing there and God, loads, there's an all day of loads of bands playing and uh, I got talking to Mark Garrity and Martin Hornsby and me and Paul and we formed 16 guns there and then at that, at, that at that gig and started rehearsing and within six rehearsals we were playing gigs straight away. Our first gig was in August the 29th, 83 at the Roxburgh and our second gig was the 2nd of September supporting the Toy Dolls at um, Geltham. Oh, yeah. So we, that was quite a that brilliant, I love the Toy Dolls. Go on, mate. Was there a good scene down at Felton then? It seemed like it's quite a... Yeah, Felton, I loved it. <laughs> the thing with Felton, there's always trouble there. There's loads and loads of trouble. All, every night, every week. But I loved it there. Yeah. Just all the great bands. I don't know if you ever played there, but loads, yeah. all of the bands played there. 16 Guns played there, uh, supporting, well, supported Toy Dolls, and we supported the Meteors there. But I used to go and, you know, every Friday, they had all the best punk bands there, Exploited, mm. 
GBH, you know, looking, oh, so many, every band you could think of played there. Yeah. Chaos of Kickers, you know. We did play but, there uh, once, I think, we did play there one, we played there on a Friday night before we went to Isle of Wight Scoot Road, I think, one year, you know what I mean? Because there was quite a good, uh, little, good little scene down there, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a brilliant scene, it's, yeah. it's long gone now, but uh, yeah, it was a great set that time, getting it released for us as well. Brilliant. But it's when we... When we uh, reformed in 2008 and started recording in 2009, that's when we, kept, we were bringing out more and more CDs. Yeah. Like we released CD, quite a few CD singles, uh, CD album, and then a vinyl album, vinyl single, yeah. and everything sold out. Everything just went mad. Just sold everything out, really. What did you? Um, I mean, so what did you think of the sort of like the, the, the scene at that time? You know, early in the earlier compared to later. Like, you know, what I mean, did you like? Absolution. This is a bit of a later song. It 
blows me away. It's an absolutely brilliant song. They play it live now. They never used to, but they do play it live now. 999 are one of my favourite live acts. I haven't seen them for a while, but they are an excellent band. They back in, back in the day, they were great, and they still are now. And this one's called Absolution. <laughs> So there we go, we just had our first track there from Mr. Tom Holbin, the lead singer of the 16 Guns. He's just told a little bit about his early bands and that. Anyway, glad you can join us on G-Man's Avid Sessions this Sunday afternoon, 1 till 3 on www.bootboyradio.net. And he's you know, just had his first track, funny enough, when he reads his fave five, and that was 999 Absolution. Well, you've got at least next four more still to come anyway, so you're still out there and you can hear us loud and clear, can you, Tom? Are you all right out there? 
Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, Super, mate. Super. Well, right. so just getting back, like, you know, you obviously played quite a few gigs then in the early days and that as well. Like, um, I'm gonna say, yeah. was it was it still a lot? You're still living in London and Cricklewood. Did you move anywhere across London, or you always lived in Cricklewood till you yeah, moved to Luton later? Yeah, I, I was lived in Cricklewood up till I was 26. My mum still lives there now in the same house I was brought up in. Yeah. I moved. I moved to Luton in '88. Our son, Matthew, was born in 87, and when he was a year old, we moved to Luton in 88. We weren't through choice, really. We we, we uh, wanted to buy in London, but we couldn't afford it. Yeah. You know, and, and I stopped going to gigs by then. You know, I stopped going to gigs about early 86, very late 85, and because um, we had him small, I couldn't afford to go anywhere. to save up you know, money and everything to try and buy a house. And in London, we couldn't buy one, so we moved to Luton. Yeah. Uh, then what were, you doing been here. Were, you, what were you doing for work at the time? You were working then as well then at the time? Sort of like? uh, yeah, I was, I was working in Kingsbury, which was not far from um, Cricklewood. Yeah. And um, I was doing wood machining. You know, well, I moved up to Luton, and I carried on travelling down to Kingsbury all the time to go to work. And I was only about two years into it, I got made redundant, so I lost my job. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had to get another one, and I worked at like, John Lewis's and Brent Cross. I was travelling down there every from Luton and that got too much for me so 20 years ago I left there and uh, where I live in Luton there's a place about 12 miles from me called Flittick and I, I work in Flittick now doing wood machining back in the joinery and the building work again uh, still got a trade yeah. there mate that's important anyway so yeah. was there much of a sort of scene going, when you moved to, when you moved to, to Luton did you go and start yeah, see no. some bands right now no, we didn't really, because we didn't know anyone for a start. We just moved up and we didn't know anyone. The whole, all the bands had stopped playing by then. You know, it went sort of dead. It's only like uh, Darren Russell started putting these gigs on, didn't he? He started putting like these uh, hits in London at your story and things like that. And he was running, that was in the early 90s, and he put Cox Sparrow on and he put Stiff Little Fingers and um, Anti Noe, Damned. He put all them lot, them sort of bands at your story and started picking up again. And we started going back back to see them sort of bands again cool. in the 90s. So he's doing like, like five or six really good band lineups, you know. Yeah, yeah, so we started back to see them. And then oh. uh, I think you might have been there. I'm sure you and Kev were at that one when the UK subs and exploited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to pay for gigs and everything. And then people don't go to the gigs that you do down the road, if you know what I mean. That's a bit odd. For about 50, 60 bands. Which the gig is to get in, the more the bands that are playing must be checked, pulling the crowds in, they might as well get what they can. Lost money on a lot of gigs, you know what I mean, and things like that, because I just yeah. try to keep the scene Thanks. going, you know what I mean, as it goes, like, you know, just looking at the, um, you know, as, as a band, I know, you, you know, obviously you, did, you split up in the 80s, odd, until you back in, you know, when you come back and that, whatever, in 2008 or whatever, did you, um, yeah. did you, um, I'm going to say, what did you think that 16 Guns brought to the table as a band? Do you know, what were you hoping to do? Were you trying to sort of emulate what Menace did? Sort of thing, you know, bring, bring uh, people to stage like that? It wasn't, wasn't in our minds when we reformed. The reason why we reformed is that that's very spontaneous, to be honest. Yeah. I went to see the Addicts. They played at the um, O2 in Islington on one Friday night yeah. in 2008. And I love the Addicts, and they're, they're from Europe where you are. You, you like them, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I went to see the Addicts, and I hadn't met anyone from gigs or the band for a long, long time. And the first person I met when I went through the door was Paul Beeson. Yeah. I got bloody hell, man, I ain't seen you for ages. I got chatting and chatting. 
and that's when the bands were starting to play again. Around 2008, all the bands were starting to play. The House of Boy was putting bands on. You know, like other, like other places we were going. You know, all bands were starting to play again. And I said, to, well, me and Paul were chatting. We said, oh, do you reckon we should get back together? So he said, yeah, that would be a good idea. So we tried getting Paul Lyons involved and Trapper and Mark Garrity, but none of them would, wanted to do it. So we got Matthew Thayer and Andy Franks to play. Well, Andy oh, Franks okay. played but Andy Franks, yeah, you know him, don't you? Yeah, where, where, where was, he, was he playing in the band at the time? He wasn't playing in a band. He was in a band that we used to play with called The Worms. Right. So we'd known Andy for a long, long time. So we got Andy Franks playing bass and then had Matthew. He was in a band called Curfew who we used to play with. So we asked him to play and we got him in. And then we played about six gigs with that lineup. And then uh, Andy left us. And then uh, we got Steve uh, Batsill came and joined us from Lost Cherries. So that, that, then we've done about another 50 gigs with him. And then he left. And when he left, Matthew left. So, and we're, we're on, we're going to play, we're especially playing Wolfram Hall with Cox Sparrow and Slaughter and the Dogs. And we had about five weeks and I had to try and get a drummer and a bass player. And I've got uh, Chris Goodman came to play bass as a temporary just to help us out. And Jack Lewis, who's now in Crown Court. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He came to help us out as well, and then both of them decided to stay. We've done about another 60 or 70 gigs with them. We've done quite a lot of gigs with them too. And then Jack left, because he wanted to do other bands. He had another band at the time called Code Blue, and he wanted to concentrate on them. And another band, he had two bands actually, Code Blue and Dog Rotten, and he wanted to concentrate on them. So he left to concentrate on them, which he always said he probably would do, but he stayed for quite a while. And then uh, we got Matthew. Matthew came back as a temporary. So we got him back as temporary. And in the end, I just think it got too much for me. We were playing a lot. And then I just I got too much. And I just said, oh, I don't want to do it no more in 2017. So we played our last gig in 2017 with the Cotton Rejects at the 100 Club. And we called it a day then and brought out a final single. And then I said I wouldn't do it anymore. But then five years on, very good friend of ours died of COVID. Uh, well, four about four years on, really. He died about a year ago. Tony Morrison. Tony Morrison from Long Tall Short in the Angela Upstarts. Oh yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he died of COVID, and uh, they were doing a memorial gig for him last October at New Cross Inn. Yeah. And sixteen guns were asked to play it because Tony played bass for us a couple of times, yeah. and um, I just said no, I wouldn't do it, and then. In the end, I contacted the other members of the band, and they all said, yeah, we've got to do it for Tony, you know, we've got to do it. So we decided we'd do the gig for Tony, and we'd done that, we rehearsed a couple of times. We had a different bass player, we had Lorik from Rage DC playing bass for us, because Chris couldn't do it. So we played that gig, and it sort of gave us all a taste for it again. Same, mate, same, superb. Yeah, all so right. once we'd done that gig, the office were coming in, we got very inundated with them, so... It was good. It was good. All right then, mate. Superb. Well, on that point, you are going to induce a second song for us this afternoon? Is it today? Yeah. Yep. Brilliant, mate. Thanks for it. Second song I'm picking is the Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen. This this song just doesn't age. I mean, it's an absolute class, excellent song. Loved the Pistols back in the day. Went to see them a few times when they reformed in 96 and that. Absolutely loved the Pistols. Lydon can't really do any wrong. He can do a bit wrong. He's in public image now. But Sex Pistols is a...
second track there from um, Tom Helbin, Tom Lead Singer of 16 Guns. He's just been telling us about what, yeah, with his band. Then he went to City Addicts in 2008, 2009. He's been for a few line up changes. But Mr. Beeston has been Beeston has been with him all the time, which is good anyway. And he just bumped into it again in 2008, 2009. So when you reformed then, Tom, what, you know, you're pretty much old school, like like Menace and that, etc. Is that what you sort of you wanted to bring the table all the time was just four chords and smash it out or what, do you, what did you want to, what do you think the band could do really yeah when we come back we just wanted to keep it basic really keep it like, quite minimal like, like strangers you say this is a chord this is another chord this is another chord put three of them together you've got a song yeah. so we, we, yeah, we tried to uh, keep it to that it does, uh, it, since we reformed it has progressed a bit I must say We've got a bass player that does loads of little paradiddles and all these you know, them little fiddly bits where you probably do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Things. yeah. We, we, we never thought we'd have something like that in uh, the band, but it just brings the sound and it just makes it excellent. It's just not the three notes. It brings the little, other little bits yeah, in. Of course, yeah. But we try and keep as old school as we can and, and as raw. We, like, when we record, we don't tend to put loads of guitars down. Oh, we just like yeah, to yeah. do it the most and put a solo over the top. Sort of cut the vocals, one drums. Uh, we try and keep it as minimal because yeah. what I don't like is we don't want to go in and record, and then when we play live, we can't reproduce it. Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, we only got one guitarist, so if you put like six guitars down, you ain't gonna produce that when you play live. Yeah. So we try and keep it as basic as we can, really. Yeah. You mentioned um, um, you mentioned Mark Garrity there. Is it is that Mark Garrity who done the uh, does the undercover festivals and that? Is it? No, that's huh? Mick Moriarty. That Mick Moriarty Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark Garrity was our original bass player. He he, he did do a bit of promoting for a while. He done put the straps and us on. He put us with Menace. He put us yeah. on a few times. Yeah. Ramones UK, he put us on. He, he used to do promoting at um, Kingston uh, Fighting Cops. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he wrote, between me and him, we wrote the first lot of like 16 gun songs, mainly Mark, to be honest. Brilliant. He wrote the, the words and the tunes and everything. He wrote most of them, all of like Psycho, um, uh, James yeah, Bond, I've got Killer on tomorrow, I know. I, I, yeah, I, I, wrote, I wrote Killer, that's a newer song, I wrote with words and tune to that one, so that is like, when we came back I wrote that, because when we came back we were doing all the old songs, but you know, as you, you know yourself, you've got to progress, you? you've got to yeah. do new stuff, everyone wanted to hear the old stuff, but we had to put new stuff, but now the new stuff that we were doing back then, like Killer and Friend or Foe, which you played the other day as well, you said, yeah. and um, Mind Games, all these sort of songs, they're all newer songs, So, but they're, they're old songs now, because yeah. we haven't put a load of songs, and I put, so I still keep in touch with Martin from Circle of Sin, and myself and him, just before, just before COVID, I wrote eight songs, and he'd done the tunes to them, and I recorded them with him, so 16 Bones, I hope you're going to try and work on them, and then... That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like. I, I must admit, I like it when I get write a song or I get CD or I get a, a vinyl, a, like red colour splattered vinyl in your hand, and you got it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's, yeah, I, I love that. The collar in your cupboard, then, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Say, yeah, I produced that. Do you know what I mean? That's quality, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So we, we want to try and do more. Matt's trying to work out. We want to go to a recording studio where he was talking about where you record it live. Yeah. When we've recorded before, I don't know how you do it, but we've done it one at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, get the drums down. Once you put the drums down, you then put the guitar and the bass, and the vocals will go and last. Yeah. But um, what, it, what Matt wants to do now is do a live one, 
all four of us played together and recorded it, and then maybe overdub some vocals after. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, uh, we, we, we record it live, but we did always take the bass, the, the drums and the bass at the same, at the start, and then the rest of it yeah, was over then, you know what I mean? We've always kept the, the um, drums, we've never kept anything else, we've always done the bass on top of the drums after, and then the guitar on top of that, and then yeah. I say I was always the last one to go in, I'd be there like for three days, and then you do like ten minutes at yeah, the end. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a travel yeah, so yeah. The other three would be working all the time. Yeah. You know, Mainly Paul and Chris would be doing a lot of the work, you know, the bass player and the guitarist, because Matt, the drums would be finished quite early on because they're the first things put down for timing, course, and yeah. then I'd be the last thing to put down. But this live thing, it might, hopefully that might work out. You're going to do it live. I like to get it over and done. I don't like recording. I like the end product. It always sounds better than playing it live. Yeah, of course, yeah. Certainly, you've got some and tracks in the pipeline, some tracks in the pipeline, so, you know, yeah, like, that's, that's going to take you a weekend to get eight tracks down or something like that, and, or a week, you know, get, get some Yeah, we, we, we tried one time to do nine in a weekend, and it, oh, God, it was killer. About yeah. four, sometimes, is tops at a weekend. Yeah, now, yeah. four songs, about 12 minutes, and takes you, like, fucking two days to be them. That's brilliant, mate. But yeah, I like the end of the so just getting okay. on that, so getting at that Go point on. then Tom we'll, um, we'll um, have a quick um, go into your third track for this afternoon on your fave five mate if you can that'd be brilliant what you want to do so that one for us that'd be brilliant my third track is x-ray specs oh bondage up yours um just Polly was just a great um, uh, front woman, a bit sad in places when I watched her documentary, but this song was just excellent, really like this one as well. I love the saxophone, everything in this one, she's got everything about it, I do like it. Yeah, great song. Superb, we're on it now, mate, thank you. So we're on 42 minutes, mate, so we've got, we've got really about an hour to get them all in, so I did cut you a little bit short right. there, sorry about that, but we'll talk about what, what the scene was like in 2008, 2009 when you reformed anyway, yeah? And we'll come back yeah. and talk about that. And just <laughs> Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think... Oh, bondage! Up yours! One, two, three, four!
Tom Holbin of 16 Guns. He said he sp went to an Alex gig, like I say, and we're talking about how they got back and reformed in 2008 and 2009. It's got some new tracks. Hopefully they'll, they'll be coming to see the light of day sooner than later. You know, take a bit of time and get them done and all whatever. But obviously, like, you know, like I said to him, you know, I like the vinyl on your hand and the CD as well. It's brilliant. Even the covers and that, especially when you're doing yourselves or whatever, it's brilliant. Yeah. So what was the scene like 2009, Tom? Because I can't remember nothing about it at all. <laughs>
Yeah, because you mainly know a lot, lot from London, aren't you? So, um, just, just seeing, like, um, I'm going to say, that, like I say, the gigs that you had down there, they were sort of like down with, with Flea and that down there, and that, so most of the time, you th is, it easy, is it easier for you to get to London rather than play, you know, to play any, because you don't seem to play any sort of, I don't play down in, say, like, Ipswich or anywhere that often, do you? You don't get out of the centre. No, yeah. Do you wish you did, you wish you did then, sort of thing? Do you wish you did? Um, we're, when we're, we're now we're back now we're playing all over the bloody place we're not playing we're only playing one London gig mm -hmm. but um, some of the places are hard to get to like we played in Norwich one night and that was really oh, it's a horrible drive from Luton uh, we played for Ipswich for you didn't we, we played that that was a better drive it's, yeah. it's the ride I don't like going down them driving down them dark roads but when we played that night we played for you at uh, the Manor House yeah. the Manor, Manor Ballroom yeah, the yeah, Manor, yeah. yeah Manor Ballroom with Menace yeah. and um that was a great gig, I thought, yeah, yeah, but unfortunately yeah. the electric went off that night, but yeah. it was a great gig, I did enjoy it, I'm taking agents from that as well, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I'm going to say, well, I get Nola down quite a bit really on and off Norwich and Ipswich and that, you know what I mean, because uh, uh, you've got, got a time at Royal and you've got the right bands, because hardly some yeah. people don't come out down here because they're a bit fickle with the scene, you know, we can't charge too much on the door, cause, because otherwise yeah. they won't come out and pay, you know, give them, but you no, no, that. People travelling yeah, from London, you've got to give them some money, you know? You've got to give them some money. Or yeah. But that was a good gig, I remember that well. That was a brilliant gig, actually. I really enjoyed that. The, the sound is quite uh, different there, and all that. The sound acoustics is quite different, you know? I thought it was good. Yeah. That's the, that's the night we had to whisk through our set, and we just whisked through it, and about 45 minutes worth of songs in half an hour, because all the times were all wrong, and then the electric went off when the straps went on, yeah. were on, weren't they? I did, yeah. I did an interview with uh, did an interview with Dave Strap a little while back. You know he's a lovely bloke, but he doesn't seem to. Yeah, I've got a Yeah, Dave's a lovely bloke, lovely bloke. Superb. All right, yeah. fellow. Well, on that juncture, we'll, uh, we'll introduce your fourth track for us then this afternoon, Tom. If you can, thank you very much. Uh, my fourth track is Menace GLC. Um, what I can, I can say loads about Menace. They're one of my favourite ever bands, really. To be honest, uh, the first band I ever saw live in 1978 was Menace. Uh, I've since got to know them few years ago. I used to go and see them. They always get me up to see GLC. It's a song that's close to my heart. And uh, they're the top bands. I love them. So here's Menace GLC. Yeah, classic origin. Let's go. Cheers.
So there we go, the brilliant Minister GLC there, boy, Minister Old School 77. You can even hear the vinyl cracking on that one because of, you know, I, I played that a few times and I love it, Lloyd. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Straight in, straight in, your classics, classic um, chart lines and that anyway. So, so obviously playing with Noel and that, I'm going to say, it, you're mainly, it, like I say, you've got some couple of little gigs which we'll talk about in the last little snippet and that about outside London, but obviously, you know, where did you see them the first gig? Was that Marquee? Was it somewhere you first saw Menace or...
Paul Cook a few times and I have a photo taken with him. So maybe that's the thing that people do, but I never really noticed it now until it's happening to me now. No one had mobiles back in the day <laughs> as well, did yeah. they? And Oh, that's true, yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's all the mobiles and they turn the camera around and it's yeah. it straight up, isn't it? Yeah, and it's yeah. instant. Yeah, it's quite Yeah, we'll be able to throw that instamatic or something, wouldn't it? Yeah, remember that? You come out uh, the bottom, it comes zips out the bottom, there's a photo in your hand. Yeah, <laughs> or, or the other one, you take 36 photos at a gig, send them away and it all come back black. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's no, no picture on it. Yeah, it's amazing. much better now, uh, the way you take photos. Now, I, I like photos anyway, so we're always taking photos of gigs and yeah. things like that anyway. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant, superb. So, I'm going to say, um, like I say, playing for Noel on his birthdays, and um, Neil, what do, what, uh, I'm going to say, have you seen the new lineup with just Noel sort of singing? Yeah, yeah. I played with him in Peterborough, and um, you know, that, yeah, I, I, I like I like Noel, and uh, you know, and, and it's quality. You know what I mean? It, it's a bit different as well now. You know, I know. Yeah. You know, so I always think of I always think of Finn, don't you, as well? To be honest, when he's playing. yeah, I, I go back a long way with Finn. He produced. Yeah. Demos in the early, early days, and he was just a really good friend. He's nice done a lot for us. Yeah, nice but Noel's got his knack of picking great people to play with his, in his bands, and they're yeah. really nice. Yeah, you know, I know them all now. I know like uh, Pete, Dave, and uh, Simon. Yeah. I've seen them a few times, and they're just freaking brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You know, Noel and Menace are getting better and better every time I see them. Yeah, they're playing a lot, they're lot of gigs. They play a lot of gigs as well, like now. You know, they they play a lot. Yeah. yeah, I went and done a Finn tribute at the 100 Clubs in October last year. The day before, I done the Tony Feedback one. It was packed to the rafters there, yeah. and all the lineups of Menace yeah. came on. They done all, all different lineups, and it was just a brilliant, brilliant night. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but the new lineup, did you like them? Superb, mate. Yeah. Well, on that junction, then we'll in introduce your last track for the day, then, Tom Force. Go for it, mate. Right, my last track for the day is Slaughter and the Dogs, Where Have All the Boot Boys Gone? Just love the feel of this song. It's a great song, just uh, really good. And uh, the thing is, uh, we were lucky enough to support Slaughter and the Dogs at the Wolfram Hall in um, Wolverhampton a few years ago. Cox Barrow were the headline band, and they were the one below them, and we were below that. So always good to, to play with little bands you like. So this one's called uh, boot, Where Have All the Boot Boys Gone?
Ben's Avit Sessions this Sunday afternoon, 1 till 3 on www.booboyradio.net. We've been listening to the, 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 well, reminiscing and listening to the dulcet tones of Tom, lead singer of 16 Guns, Tom Halpin. He's told us about where he'd moved out from the scene in London and Cricklewood all the way to Luton, where there isn't really a scene, but they, they do come out with some of the special elite people or whatever, and uh, punk bands and that, whatever. But um, he's still getting out and seeing a few bands, and and still playing a few gigs now anyway. So, Tom, just a little bit of chat. What you got for the future then, mate? You said the, the, the gig's earlier, but let's get some dates nailed anyway, mate. Go for it. Right, we've got uh, Bedford Esquire. Esquire's in Bedford on the 11th of March with Conflict and Lost Cherries. After that, we've got the Friars Inn in Hemel Hempstead on the 15th of April, Excess there. After that, the next one after that would be Rebellion Festival. And then the next one after that would be the 6th of October... At, uh, the 100 Club with Menace, Jack the Lad and Red Anger and that's for Noel's birthday so that would be a really good gig that one Nice one mate, nice one I'm going to say, what's, what's Hemel like? Is that fries in place? Is that a decent little gaff or anything like that? You know? Yeah, strange, I went there for a, went to see Excess I left there and we didn't right. I liked, loved them and uh, I didn't like the pub and I thought well, I won't go back there again but two friends of mine were going there and I got driven down there and went to see High Five Spitfires and um Friday after, and that was a brilliant night, really good. Yeah. And then I went there again after when Menace played there, so I went to see Menace there, and that was a really good night. So they have, they're getting quite a few gigs in there. It's just a new new venture for the landlord. He's an old punk, yeah. and he yeah. likes to put back on, so he's got loads of bands coming up down there. Sounds decent, yeah, little, decent little gaff, mate. That's a decent little gaff. Yeah, it holds about 200 odds. So that's quite big. It's quite a big pub. It's got a stage there, all the back lines, uh, supplies and everything, so bands don't have equipment or anything there so it's good he's got it good there yeah and food people come out down that scene there do you think down there as well food yeah no it's seen many ships busy high class fires busy so was XS left there all three of them were really busy I see, I um, see XS left down here like, you know, I mean I still think they play good tunes obviously not, not, it's not but they play the first album yeah. don't they first and second album yeah. unfortunately Jim's not in them now because he's not very well they've got yeah. um, Glenn from the Defects but they're still great bands you know, yeah. I love them yeah. Henry Clooney's yeah. superb, I mean, Henry Clooney's superb. Yeah, he's a nice bloke as well. I've got yeah. to know him in like 10 years or something, and he's just really nice bloke. He'll get on very well with him. Do, does he live over here now then? Does he live in the UK? No, Henry, Henry lives in America. Shit. But he, he goes to America for over Christmas and all that for a little while. He's actually based in America, but he, then he goes out with a lady called Anne. And uh, she's in Northern Ireland, so he comes over to Northern Ireland and he, he plays gigs every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, okay. So he's flying into England every weekend to play gigs. Jesus, that's quite good, isn't it? You know what I mean? Super. Yeah. All right, then, superb. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, he's got, got, got great tracks yeah. anyway, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you've, yeah. you've got a little bit of chance in your airways, mate. You can have a shout out over the airways and food, good boys and that, and thank yous. That's, up, that's all yours, Tom. You want to have a quick word with the people? Brilliant, mate. Right, thanks, Ben, for having us on. I really appreciate that. Give us a bit of exposure. Okay. I'd like to thank um, all of the rest, the rest of my band, like Matthew Third, uh, Chris Goodman and Paul Beeson for being there all the time and getting back together and that. And just basically, I'd like to thank anyone who buys our uh, merchandise, our T-shirts and CDs, everything. I mean, I put 50 T-shirts on Facebook the other day and they sold out in two days. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've got, got a lot of good support out there and... and yeah, I really appreciate it. It's good. Super and just come and see us play live and just support us more that way. It'd be great. Super.
Superb, mate. Thank you. Oh, oh, thanks for much your time anyway. You can tell Gina not to put the kettle on for you now for a cup of tea or Saturday, mate. Anyway, <laughs> after all that talk, and I reckon you're a bit joy. <laughs> That's all right, mate. Or go and get a beer or something. Hopefully, when when it comes out at the end of the month, you can sit back and have a have a listen with a beer and just have a chill. And say, oh, I should have said something else here or <laughs> whatever. You know, oh, right. that's all right. If mate. I don't if I don't see you before, I'll see you at the menis gig. Anyway. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, but I might come sometime. If anything crops up down here, you know, I'll be in touch with that as well. Anyway, so I'll just yeah. take just take the time down and brilliant and. Um, Thanks very much for your time today, Tom, anyway, and all the best, and I'll speak to you soon then. Hope you, we'll be playing your tracks, and, and you can have a listen to some 16 Guns on bootboyradio.net. Cheers. Good boy, thanks very much, Joy. Take care, fella. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye. Get up, get up. So this will be a new feature. If you can hear that music, you'll know that it's a new, it's a new feature coming up on G-Man's Avid Sessions on Boot Boy Radio. And we'll be sort of telling you about a gig. Hopefully it's happening in the forthcoming week or whatever, on a Saturday, Friday night or a Sunday, that weekend after. And hopefully you can get out there, see a bit of scar, see a, see a bit of punk, see a bit of oil, whatever. And hopefully you'll get out and enjoy a night out as well. And um, that may be local to you, no, it may not, but hopefully we can give a shout out to a gig that's happening anywhere where people may be able to come down and at least get out and play as much as we can. Anyway, so once you hear this music, I would say get up, get it up, get off your ass, and hopefully you get into support live scene because I think everybody needs support now as much as possible. And we get to a live gig and hopefully you enjoy that as well. So hopefully you'll sort of enjoy listening to pretty regular on G Man's Abbott Sessions on Boo Boo Radio, and we'll be shouting out as many gigs as we can in the coming week. Cheers and keep the faith. So there you go. Uh, there's a little Tom Alfin uh, interview uh, up in interview there. Uh, Tom, lead singer of Sixteen Guns. Hope you had, had a good listen to him. Hope you enjoyed his top five going on there as well. Anyway, and obviously there was our first feature from the day. Anyway, no obscure track from this week. Obviously because we we've been short of time uh, as we had the interview in the, you know, in the middle of this afternoon's sessions one till three. And obviously it's take up a bit of time anyway. We've got a few more tracks to go to the end of the day anyway. You're listening to G-Man's Avid Sessions on Boot Boy Radio. Dot net and obviously with our get up feature we've got a track um we've got a gig coming up this saturday anyway so we're looking at a gig on saturday 5th of march and it'll be the warriors first gig they're back at the carlisle in hastings anyway with a band called De- deadlock uk on there as well and free entry and also if you want to get along it's a good good little venue that is as well doing a lot of free entry gigs as well and um you know building up quite a bit of a rep for putting bands on down there as well anyway the carlisle and our hastings so get along on saturday the 5th of march for this week's get up session a little bit of punk and a bit of oi mixed in there anyway so i hope you can get out to a live gig this weekend and obviously get out and support local live bands as well if you can anyway next up we got a little bit of the boys first time from 1977 as we keep on the theme of like tom from 16 guns and the old school sound he's got <laughs>
This is Steve Curtis from Jack the Lad and the Streetwise Show on BootboyRadio.net. And you're listening to G-Man Sessions. Have it. I say from 1977 before that Steve Curtis jingle the UK subsin from 78 as well and then the boys first time from 77 like so playing a lot of the older classics today as we had listened to and, and heard you know Tom helping from 16 guns reminisce and and chat about what a hell of things he got started with him in with 16 guns from back in 77 78 and obviously a bit later on as well anyway and he's still doing it now anyway playing for 16 guns Sadly, we're at the last track on G-Man's Abbott Sessions this Sunday afternoon, 1 till 3 on www.bootboyradio.net. We don't get to play many tracks before or after, but obviously we're trying to play some classics in a line with the geezers having a chat as well. Like, you know, Thanks to Tom helping for um, helping for, you know, sparing his time and having a chat with us today. It's brilliant. On Sunday the 26th of January, sorry, Sunday the 26th of February and um, like I say we'll soon be into March anyway so get into a gig if you can next weekend as well we're going to leave you with a real Ruts classic anyway from 1980 it took up a couple of years earlier now anyway and we always say you know you have a good week and as always keep the faith hope you can catch us next week cheers
to blow the bleeding doors off. You've just blown the roof off as well. You've been listening to G-Man's Avid Show on Boot Boy Radio. Keep the faith. So we'd just like to say thank you for joining us this afternoon on Boot Boy Radio for G-Man's Avid Sessions. Hope you've enjoyed the tracks. And we'd just like to say finally, hope you can catch us next week and at the same time, same place, one till three, Sunday on Boot Boy Radio. In the meantime, have a good week and keep the faith. Cheers to all. <laughs>